fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Midway through the week, halfway into it, halfway done. That's an optimistic way to look at the day. Welcome into the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, all over our flagship radio station, all over the country on radio and TV, plus our live streaming and podcasting thereafter as well. Your millennial general reporting for duty. The way we do each and every day, and boy, do we have a heck of a show lined up for you today. I know I say that every day. I really do, but I'm excited. I am pumped. I am jazzed. Jazz fingers, everybody. Let me see them as we get into another day. Uh, no breaking news as we're going on the air today, at least that I'm aware of. So if it is, then we'll just have to wait till later as we do have some other issues to talk about today, and we'll have some fun doing it. The stock market went up today after two days of losses so that's kind of interesting we'll talk about the dow jones we'll talk about trading we'll talk about digital currencies understanding digital currencies plus the doggy coin uh i haven't even checked it today i still have like 150 dollars in it and i don't even know where it's at and at least i was up a little bit earlier today so let's see here real quickly eh, we're still floating a little bit a little bit made like a 40 dollar profit that's all right. I'm good with that. My first ever investment. We'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour. Krisha Lenzo, Harvard in Technology. We've had her on the program before. She's also a former NASDAQ journalist that used to be on the floor trading and uh, uh, reporting on that sort of stuff. So we'll talk with Krisha coming up at the bottom of the hour, and I'm excited to chat with her again on that. She's also started a new podcast, so we'll plug that one as well, and you can check out their new podcast. We have a lot to get to. You can find us all over our social media at Who's Your Reason on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, also on OurFreedomBook.com, and, of course, the website at HoosierReason.com. There was something that I wanted to mention yesterday, and we'll get an update with the Derek Chauvin thing. He's obviously in jail. He has a sentencing in eight weeks, and they were cheering in the streets, and Joe Biden called uh, the Floyd family and said that this was the beginning. I don't know what that beginning looks like now as we try to do reforms. I don't know what those reforms look like, but obviously the Democrats are piggybacking on this movement to try and do something drastic across the nation. As I said yesterday, and I'll say it again, the only way, the only way that we will end racism in this nation is to not talk about race. Now, I don't mean just like ignore it. If there's obviously bad things going on, then you acknowledge them because people are stupid. But when you just identify and that's your only identity with this identity politics momentum, then you will never solve anything. Even if it's for a good motive, like, oh, we need to like do this. And if you try to box yourself in and identify people based on skin color, based on race, based on sexual orientation, based on demographic or gender or whatever, then that is obviously an issue. And until you stop recognizing that, Morgan Freeman said it the best when he said the best way to end racism is to not talk about race. Don't call me a black man. I won't call you a white man. And end of story. We just move on. If you're a jerk, you're a jerk. If you're a cool dude, you're a cool dude. And that's all I've got to say is about that. I do want to talk about something different, though, in the latest in What's Trending. What's Trending Today. Uh, so this came out yesterday, and I didn't get, obviously, an opportunity to chat about it as we were preparing for the program yesterday. But I found it quite interesting that, Joe, did you know Joe Biden has awesome, intense, supernatural powers? 
Were you aware of this? I was not aware of this. But apparently he's got super awesome supernatural powers. And they're not just supernatural powers of being able to trip while walking up a flight of stairs. <laughs> See what I did there? It's more than that. He's got legitimate super awesome natural powers. Here's what I mean. According to the New York Daily News.com, the Biden administration has banned federal agencies from using controversial phrases like illegal alien. I know. I know. He has now banned a word. He has banned. Now, they've tried this for a long time. And Barack Obama really started this whole movement of, you know, the woke community and, you know, trying to be extremely woke in some way, shape or form. And we need to, you know, change the context of words and change the definitions of words and change what the words actually are. So that way they feel more fluffy. Socialism's not a bad thing. It's the collective community regulation of private industry and manufacturing and distribution and and uh, goods and means and services. And it's, it's all by the it's not by the government. It's by the people. And it really started. And then we tried to ban Certain words, hate speech, right? It's all about hate speech because if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then it's obviously very hateful and it's very triggering and it's very emotional for individuals. And therefore, we just need to ban it with this quote unquote hate speech. Well, now we've taken it to the new level where you're not even allowed to use the term illegal alien. Now, I understand what he's trying to do here. He tried to ban it from federal agents. So that way, the federal agencies don't say it. But doesn't that really change the context of the word already? Now, let's break down the word. What is illegal alien? It is an alien coming into the United States of America illegally, meaning against the laws that we have set for allowing someone to come across our border and into our nation. Those rules are there. They didn't follow them. They are now illegal because they have broken that law and they have done something illegally. What did they do illegally? They came into the nation as an alien. They're an illegal alien. By definition, that's exactly what it is. But that's a very triggering, very uncomfortable, very fear tactic word because apparently there's a racist counter-tone behind it. Again, I don't care where you're from. If you come here illegally, then you broke the law. In fact, I don't know if you remember this or not. Donald Trump actually was in the news that the news didn't quite know how to handle that. He sent back more illegal Irish people out of America than any other president before. So while you try to call them racist for trying to come after the brown people coming across our southern border, that's the media's words, not mine, then they forgot to mention that he also sent back more illegal Irish people back to Ireland than any other president in the past as well, because it's not about race, it's about the legalities. Just throwing that out there for you to chew on a little bit on the left side of the aisle. But if you can change it, what are you going to change it to? What do you want to change it to? And they have a word for that. As the nation's premier law enforcement agency, we set a tone and example for our country and partners across the world, according to Troy Miller, the acting CBP commissioner. We enforce our nation's laws while also maintaining the dignity of every individual with whom we interact. The words we use matter, and we will serve to further confer the dignity to those in our custody. So what are they going to change them to? They want to change them to undocumented immigrant. They want to change it to, of course, the dreamer. They want to change it to the nice fluffy word. So, we're, yeah, you know, they didn't do something right, but you got to take their circumstance under consideration here. So, if you could just, boof, there it is. You're not allowed to use that word. Not allowed to use that phrase, illegal alien, which we're going to say that as many times as possible on this program since he doesn't like people using illegal alien term. I'm curious on what other words that we could just, poof, 
and just change. Now, of course, under the Joe Biden administration, we need to have it as a Joe Biden, what he would want to change to where it doesn't make him and his administration look bad. Because let's be honest, he's changing the term at the time that we have an illegal alien crisis at our southern border where the facilities are uh, loaded up 600, 700% of capacity. We have children coming here. We have people wearing T-shirts saying that Joe Biden brought me here. I mean, this is literally a crisis for him. So instead of addressing the issue, he just changes the term. These aren't the droids you're looking for. As he tries to change the dialogue of we just want, we don't want to hate. We'll figure out the issue, but just don't be hating. So he just changes. So what other words... Could Joe Biden want to change that are kind of making him look a little bad right now? I don't know. How you feeling, Joe? You feeling pretty good today? I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. So maybe, uh, just for example, one word that he would want to change and ban so that way he doesn't get made fun of would be the word Psalms. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim... The palmist, but the palmist who wrote these following words, the Lord is my strength and my shield. I mean, if you just ban the word palms, then you wouldn't have to worry about trying to read it when you're trying to give someone a religious text as president of the United States, who's apparently been very, very religious his entire life, but can't uh, use the word palms. So if we just ban it, eh, don't need to worry about that one anymore, right? What about, oh, I don't know, dementia? throwing that one out there. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's when you think about it. <laughs> if you just ban the word dementia, then no one has dementia. Therefore, he's just in complete cognitive state right now, right? I honestly feel bad for the guy. Let's be honest. I feel bad for Joe Biden just because he's such low-hanging fruit. He's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, where you can just pick on him all day long. I am told this is a garbage disposal. And it's just fun to do, and that's the epitome of the best the Democrat Party is able to put up for us. That's something to think about and ponder and chew on on a Wednesday here as well. On a more serious note, what else would he want to ban? Maybe the term debt. If you just ban the word debt, then you wouldn't actually have any debt. So you could spend all the money in the world and you wouldn't have to worry about debt as a nation. We could spend the $2 trillion stimulus for COVID-19. We could do a $3 trillion infrastructure package. It's going to be all climate change initiatives. We could do a budget in September and October that's going to be probably another 2 or 3 or $4 trillion that we're just going to not blink an eye at and just do a big omnibus package. Because who cares about the debt? Debt doesn't exist because we've banned it. We have banned the term of debt. Therefore, we don't have to worry. What about Nazi? I know they try to throw that on the right side of the aisle, but looking at the actual definition of Nazism, I mean, that would look really, really bad to have Nazi hanging around because, you know, that whole taking private sector industry and redistributing it from person to person and state by state and trying to take ownership of private property and private manufacturing for the means and distribution of by the government to other individuals. That will look really bad under a socialist agenda. As you know, Nazis were the National Socialist Party of Germany. I mean, that would look really bad 
if that actually came out. That would look really bad if you promoted some like centralized public education system run by the government that's actually dropping worldwide on quality of education because just pumping money into inner city school districts actually isn't solving anything, but you just continue to raise taxes just to be able to increase that power of the administrative state for the centralized public education system. I, that would look really bad if we focused on an agenda that that's what they did back in the 1930s. It would look really bad if you ran on a campaign that was trying to confiscate firearms because you don't like the Second Amendment and you try to make people very scared of firearms and you take it away, when ultimately you're just trying to take away the ability for individuals to defend themselves both from other individuals and from foreign or domestic enemies of the nation and for complete control and submission by the people. But, it, it, I mean, that would look really bad for someone who wants to ban the word Nazi because, you know, that would just coincide with their agenda. It would look really bad... If you censor everybody who just has an opposing opinion on social media or different platforms where you can communicate with mass large amounts of people because you just don't like their political agenda because you have your own political agenda because you don't want the other ideas to get out there. So you censor them, you block them, you ban them, you call them fraudsters, you say they break community standards, you completely silence them, you shadow ban them. So even if they do feel like they're getting out there and just spreading a message and you could just put the ban on there and it gets to like two people and they're actually not changing anything, it would look really bad if you use the same tactics as the 1930s and 40s and you call the other side what you actually are and you just ban it. So that way, poof, it's not there. Again, these aren't the droids you're looking for. The Joe Biden administration apparently has really cool powers. You can now ban words, and I wonder what other words he's going to ban just because it makes his administration look terrible with those hanging out there, those little danglies out there, and uh, he doesn't want them. So just why not ban it? That way we can't talk about it, we can't discuss it, we can't call him out on it because it didn't exist in the first place. Man, it's going to be a fun day today. It's a midweek celebration here on The Voice Reason. Lots to get to. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration here, radio and TV, plus the live streaming podcasting thereafter as well. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one. Radio listener at a time. What other? I'm seeing some comments on some of the social media. And I vote we ban the title President Joe Biden. Or we could use the guns. We could just change the wording of guns so that way they are intruder deterrence. There we go. We're no longer going to call them guns or firearms. We will call them intruder deterrence. So therefore, the left side of the aisle just thinks it's like a spray or something. You spray it on your front door and you're fine. You don't have to worry about people actually breaking into your home. You can just spray it when you walk into a public building so that way there's no shootings that happen or people that come and invade. You just spray. There you go. It's the in, it's the intruder deterrent. I'm sensing a new Voice of Reason product because we have not done a new Voice of Reason product in a while. So I'm sensing now a new Voice of Reason product. So cool. All right. I guess we'll have to work on that one a little bit. The intruder deterrent. No longer is the firearm actually necessary. What's trending today? Just to give you a little bit of an update as well, before we go to our bottom of the hour, we'll have Chris Lenzo on the program talking about some digital currency, trading, stock market kind of stuff. I, I had some comments from people saying that I'm really interested in learning more about digital currency. Maybe I'll feel more comfortable with it later on. So I just want to learn more about it. So we'll talk with her about that here in just a bit. But real quickly, as of yesterday, and as you know, if you were listening to the program yesterday, we did air the hearing on Derek Chauvin live as they were coming down right at the exact same time we were going on the air. So we potted that feed up and aired that live here on the show and got charged on all three accounts. His, his sentencing is in eight weeks now. The celebration, the joy, the, the parades and the celebration going on across the streets of America yesterday in celebration of that decision and now we have the picture of him in his prison jumpsuit, which you knew the media was going to plaster that all over the place because why not just say we've had justice now, but no, we need to take another step and just rub it in. I don't like to rub things in. I'm not one of those to like to rub things in if you know we win or lose or whatever. You don't rub things in, you just move on. He was charged. Obviously, he did something wrong. He's paying the penalty for that. Let's move on with life now, shall we? But, Andy, there's just still injustices. Let's work on those, but let's focus on them. Not some big grand movement of every white person is evil, so therefore we need to do some justice about white. There was, who was it? It was the teacher at some private university in New York was doing an interview, and I thought about getting the audio clip, and then I chose not to do so, but had mentioned how they're openly teaching that just white people are evil. Just straight up, white people are evil. We're teaching them that just being born white, you are born with this sin that others are not because you're just white and you have this hanging on you as baggage and you just need to apologize for that as you move forward through life. And they're teaching that at a private university in the city. Is it New York City or in the state of New York somewhere? I'll see if I can find that clip again. But like I mentioned before, the only way we're going to stop racism, stop talking about race. 
And then you can just focus on the individual as the individual is being a good person or not. But people aren't ready for that yet. There's societal churns to where sometimes we embrace things and sometimes we're not quite ready to accept it and look ourselves in the mirror at times. During the founding of this nation, which is why, again, the left side of the aisle is terrible at trying to teach history in this nation, is they teach that the United States was crafted and drawn up and the Constitution was drawn up by a bunch of rich white landowners that were slave owners that were just terrible. So therefore, because they had these sins with them, quote unquote, that everything they did was completely null and void and everything they did was absolutely terrible. And if they were starting this new nation about freedom and individual liberty and sovereignty and private property and all this stuff, then how could you possibly have slaves? When society was not ready for that at that time, as the slave trade was massive. And that's why they put in there that they wanted all men created equal, knowing that at some point when this nation was ready, that it would be a nation prepared for that at that time. And they set the stage for it and they laid down the platform and they laid down the structure to allow freedom to be ensued for everyone here. But some aren't as forward-thinking and understand in long-term effects because they want it right now. Because I don't know if you've noticed or not, progressives, they're getting a little impatient trying to advocate for the extreme socialist takeover of the nation. Just throwing that idea out there. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Halfway through the program already for a midweek celebration. Goes by way too fast. Fastest hour of radio on radio and TV and live streaming and the podcasting, which you can find on The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. And, of course, all of our links to social media and our podcast sites are right there on our website at HoosierReason.com. No I in Hoosier. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. You can find us on there, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. We've covered a lot of ground already, and now I know exactly what our new Voice of Reason product infomercial is going to be. Stay tuned on that one. We'll try and get that one done here in the next day or so. But I want to shift gears a little bit. Super excited about our next guest, so let's get right to it. What's trending today? So I have had a lot of listeners reach out via social media, email, and say, Andy, you've talked about the stock market a little bit. We've had guests on talking about trading and stock market stuff. I don't do stock market things. And oh, by the way, digital currency, what the heck is it? Is it something we should look into and how serious should we take it? Now, I mentioned that uh, in our next guest may be proud of me, I don't know, or not, uh, is I, I finally took the leap 
Now, I thought that trading, you you know, had to have thousands and thousands of dollars and had to be some kind of crazy, you know, rich person in order to do something like that. And then I found penny invests, uh, investments, and those are fun. And as I got on, I, I mentioned the story a couple of days ago where I got in right at the right time as this doggy coin or dogecoin or whatever they call it. Uh, it was it's been trending forever, like two cents, five cents, whatever. It climbed to 11 and I bought in with 50 bucks. Then it went to like four, 50 cents, and I sold it 40 and I made $130. So I turned around and put that right back into it at 25 cents when it dropped back down again. And it hasn't dropped that low again, which is nice, but it's been hanging around like the low to mid-30s for the last week or so. So I don't know. I don't know what will come of it. Maybe it'll tank completely. Maybe it'll go up. But what the heck are all these digital currencies? And uh, I want to have a conversation about all that. Yeah, more. So I'm excited to bring on our next guest. We've had her on before. She is the executive director of Harvard in Technology, also former NASDAQ reporter, and also host of co-host of the new podcast as well, To the Point with Krisha and Michael. It's Krisha Lenza with us here. Krisha, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Andy, and thank you so much for the nice plug. I just watched a podcast today. It's going to be kind of like a politics light, you know, politics meets pop culture as well as some business you know, and economics thrown in, but I am proud of you. Good job in terms of uh, doing well with do- Dogecoin or Doggycoin or Dogcoin, however people are pronouncing it <laughs> these days. Um, it seems that uh, there's a lot of confusion as to what's going on with this new type of crypto coin. It's, it's been around for a bit of time, but it's only made headlines as of late for what you just said. It's, it's volatility has been much like some of these other meme stocks or stonks, as some people call them, uh, it's rallied about 2,000% in the past few weeks, this particular wow. coin. And um, as you mentioned, it was down about 20% from the highs earlier. It's, it's hard to say, though, given you know the question you raised uh, in the intro is, how low will it go? Um, and I think that's where we have to differentiate between some of these different currencies, um, especially Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are they're backed by the capital expenditure. They're backed by people who are very much involved in these coins with uh, you know, limiting their supply and they have a store of value, whether you think they do or they, they don't. They seem to, unlike Dogcoin, which is inflationary and really doesn't have a supply limit. So I think some of these differences between the various coins are really important when you compare these you know, crypto assets. It's not all the same. It's not all the same, and it's just weird in general. Let's talk about just digital currency in general. I, I have a, such a hard time wrapping my head around these things because when I want to invest in something, I invest in you know a certain business, which I know if I'm putting money into it, they're getting assets to be able to create a product, which is creating a tangible type of thing. The dollar right now, obviously, we're, we've gone away from the gold standard, and we have a Federal Reserve promissory note saying, I promise that we'll cover this kind of thing, but the value of that's dropping dramatically all the time. But at least there's some type of, I guess, a type of value behind it in really anything you invest in. In any type of digital currency, there's no hard, tangible, valuable asset behind it. It's just here's a block of digital um, imprint that has some type of value that someone made up. And now people are spending like, for example, you know, Bitcoin at $55,000 a share, which is just completely absurd. Like, I just don't understand the concept of digital currency in general. It's it's hard to explain in that um, there are these differences with the fact that there is a finite number of Bitcoin. And we've been watching Bitcoin and you've been watching for a while. And to your point, it's it's changing hands at around, you know, $56,000. 
Um, that's, a, that's a really steep price, and it's hard for the average investor to even buy into that. So a lot of people are looking towards ETFs, crypto ETFs, which are becoming increasingly popular. But of course, again, you have to look at the underlying coins that are there. And some th- there is a debate as to whether Bitcoin could be considered a fiat currency and that uh, people are using it as a store of value similar to a gold, similar to another alternative asset, silver, what have you. Um, again, a lot of this buying into this crypto market has come about because of you know Powell pumping money into the market. We've seen a lot of people with this uh, extra income that they've received, and they're a lot of them are younger. Those who've received stimulus packages and that extra fund um, from from the government, they're buying into whether it's the GameStops of the world, whether it's these fads that are becoming increasingly popular on Reddit, it doesn't seem to be going away. Although I always caution people, unless you know what you're doing and following companies and currencies like this dog coin, be careful. Um, and you seem to know what you're doing because you've already made money on it. So, Well, I don't know. I think certainly- I call that one to beginner's luck. I just kind of lumped that one in there. Is, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, I heard some news. I'll throw a little bit on. And then I got out because I was like, you know what? That's good. I'm not going to risk anything. So... Um, I mean, it's been fun. I, I, I guess the big question is how long could it potentially last? A lot of people have gone to digital currency because they don't like the government intrusion. They don't like being taxed on stuff. They just kind of like having their own thing. Government's obviously going to start regulating this, taxing it. And I've heard two different rumors. I've heard some theories of investors being like, oh, my gosh, you know, digital currency is going to be dead in 10 years. Don't do it. Other people are saying that's where the future is going to be, where we're going to go full digital and we're not going to have paper value anymore. To the point where the government's going to be able to know exactly when you pay the $10 for the boy mowing your lawn, you know, because you're not going to have anything to give them other than a digital transaction that they're going to be able to track. So I think right now on the stability or the longevity of of some of these is kind of up in the air, isn't it? I would agree. I would say that some people say that if there's not new money going into the system, like a, a dog coin or, you know, even Bitcoin, the price is going to go down. Um, and that's what people have to worry about. I'm not sure it's going to go to zero. I think there will always be these communities on Reddit who have their followers, who are diehard dog coin fans. But who's to say? I would be careful right now because it's already had that 2,000% rally in the past few weeks. I don't think it's going to really rally as much as that again, but I don't have a crystal ball here. And when you look at stocks and uh, cryptocurrencies like this, this particular trend, there is no underlying value. There is really no reason other than hype that these companies are doing as well as they are because there's no fundamentals that are attached to it. And that's where you have to worry. Yeah. Well, and doggy coin was from what I understand was created as a joke with some of the other digital currencies. So the fact that they, people just put a value onto it because they just put a value onto it and they chose to do so. Then I saw a story that it just hit like $50 billion of value or something with how many people are into it, but yet it's still floating with under a dollar while the other ones, I mean, obviously Bitcoin's up to 55, $60,000, whatever that is. And they just created it and created that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the question is, is it going to last or is it going to fizzle out because people made some money off it? Now it's going to die off. Kind of an interesting concept. Similar to GameStop. Um, again, I'm still confused how GameStop has a $10 billion market cap, I think. Um, at this point, it's just, it's gotten a little bit out of control. And yes, it does at least GameStop moves markets. Um, we did see, you know, to broaden it out a little bit more, um, the markets seem to be doing better 
when, when comparing to you know the cryptos, which seem to be doing worse. Um, but the market did rally a bit today as opposed to yesterday and the day before because people are realizing that the fundamentals are still there. Blue chip, chip companies like IBM reported better than expecting its earnings. Um, a real drag on both the Dow and the NASDAQ was, uh, you know, Netflix really, I think, had an impact across the board. The company reported earnings less than expected. I think today at the close, I'm just pulling up my notes, about 7% it was down at the close um, because of a lot of, the, you know, the competition that's out there. And um, there, there's just more and more companies that are breaking into streaming. I mean, not to get too off topic with Netflix, but when looking at a company, a popular company at one point, really a novice in its field with respect to video streaming, they're having a tough run because their content is just not as good as some of some of these other, you know, Disney pluses that are out there and the new competitors. So they really have to look to international growth. Um, and that was one of the main reasons the market was down, especially the NASDAQ in the past couple of days. I'm glad you mentioned that because I may I wanted to bring that up in the next segment a little bit because I had read a story where they're trying to branch out. And look, I mean, as you mentioned, Netflix was the first and they have some really great original content. You want to watch some awesome stuff. Watch The Last Kingdom on Netflix. It's absolutely amazing. And I, I can't wait for the new season to come out. They were one of the first ones to really do a lot of stand-up comedy shows on there as well. But then I saw a story about them going into live game streaming as well. Is that going to be a real thing on Netflix? It's possible. Um, I think Netflix right now, if they were smart, they would be trying to diversify given the increase in competition they are facing with these new streaming platforms. They also would be good, to, just in my humble opinion, yes, Tiger King and some of these other uh, Bridgertons are, are, you know, gain popularity, but they, they're doing their best work, I think, when it comes to these film releases, which Netflix has now become its own major production company. And these film releases, I think, are going to be very important for them because they've gone above and beyond the quality in my, again, yeah. compared to their competitors. But the, but the average season of shows not so great and that's why earnings were down sure let's uh, let's take a break here real quick krisha lenzo she is uh, harvard in technology also the podcast to the point with krisha and michael when we come back i want to talk about the stock market in general are we rebounding after covid some of the industries that we saw a bump in today we'll get to some of that and more right here on the voice of reason stay here the voice of reason with andy hoosier Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So I was checking my email during the commercial breaks. I had a whole laundry list. I always get, uh, I, if you just saw my inbox on my email list, it would be absolutely ridiculous where you would, your head would pop. But I saw in there that we are live on YouTube today, which is very strange to me because we have been on a two-strike ban and a two-week block on YouTube, and that was not two weeks ago. That was like five days ago, maybe a week ago. But we're back, apparently live on YouTube, so you can find us on there, YouTube.com, and find us on Who's Your Reason. Maybe they let us out on good behavior? <laughs> That's a joke right there. Welcome back into the program. I don't know. I mean, we're on there, so you can go and check it out. Also on the Twitch.tv, you can find us there at Who's Your Reason, on the Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and I think we're back on LinkedIn as well. That one lost connection. Plus, we still have the website at Who's Your Reason.com and our uh, radio stations, TV stations all over the place. So welcome aboard at Wrapping Up. Just a few minutes left here. Our guest, the new podcast, To The Point, that's T-W-O, To The Point with Krisha and Michael. You can find them online, To The Point with Krisha and Michael.com. They released their first episode today, I believe, or at least the last day or so. Uh, real quickly, talk about the podcast and what are you guys going to be talking about, some of the guests you're planning on having on the program and uh, what it's all about. Thank you so much, first off, for the plug. Um, that's right. I just launched a podcast with my co-host, Michael Henry, who's an immigration attorney. He also has background in media, as well as, you know, really comprehensive background in politics. But basically, that's really what it is. It's the intersection of politics, media, and the economy, um, as well as just our own takes on stories of the day. Um, I have one part of the podcast, which I think you'll appreciate, and I hope it doesn't get us kicked off YouTube, given that you just got back on. Um, but the segment is called Come On, Man. Um, so if you know how Joe Biden is consistently saying, come on, man, come I on, found man. myself. Yep, that's it. <laughs> there it um, is. So there it is. So it's kind of just like that kind of a thing where he's just so frustrating um, when he says his certain things. And we're really trying to, like you do, you know, call out some of these people who are, don't have America's best interest at heart. I think last year, or, you know, this episode, we're talking about Pete Buttigieg and the fact that he got the jobs numbers wrong, um, how many jobs are going to be included in this infrastructure bill. He was called out by Chris Wallace, of all people, saying that there were 19 million jobs that were going to be created when, in fact, it was only about 1.7. Um, there's a huge 1.7 million. There's a huge discrepancy there. And um, for that, we, we have to make sure that people understand. 
I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I mean, you need to, you definitely need to call them out, especially when they say the dumb things like, you know. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's, <laughs> when you think about it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, there we go. That That's the leader of the free world right now. Think about that one. Torture. Torture. <laughs> Torture. I love it. We got just about a minute or half or so left here. On the program, overall, the stock market, we saw a green day today across the board, the Dow, the SP, the mm-hmm. NASDAQ, all up uh, it, after a two-day losing streak on some of these. I saw some of the uh, some of the entertainment center, the cruise lines and some of the airlines, they were up today. Is that a sign that maybe things are opening up and starting to get back to somewhat normal and people are traveling and trying to do things again? Is that a good sign? I think that's a great sign. And people right now have are, who've been betting against a lot of these, you know, the states reopening and travel reopening, it seems that we are starting to reopen. And the fact that Norwegian Cruise Lines today jumped more than 10%. Uh, Carnival was up 6.3%. Royal Caribbean, 4.4%. These are the companies that are lifting up uh, the Dow Jones. And these are the ones that, you know, led the market rally today because it's Travel, infrastructure, anything having to do with um, biotech. I think these are the places where we really need to look to invest because this is, it really can't get much worse than what we experienced with the lockdowns and a lot of the misinformation we received from our own government. And I think people, because they're now being skeptical more than ever, they're realizing that there's no reason why they can't travel and, and if, you know, safely vaccinated and acting accordingly, you know, to CDC guidelines, these companies will come back to life. Uh, once people realize the truth, that would be really nice. We got about thirty seconds left, but real quickly, if we pass this two to three trillion dollar economic relief package yeah. or whatever uh, that's going to really devalue the dollar, do you think that's going to take a hit on the stock market? What could we see in the long term there? I think it will take a hit in the stock market because look, at the end of the day, who is paying for all of this? Yeah. It's the tax paper payer. It's the middle of America who is funding all of this. Uh, expense and it's unfair because we have to really look at what are parts of this bill and you can't just call everything infrastructure which is what he's doing his social programs it looks a lot like the green new deal which they claim would not go through so if this were to go through it would devastate i think the stock market and i mean it it would be bad news we yep. could bounce back, but it'd be bad news. It would be terrible news. Yeah. Krisha Lenzo, Harvard and Technology, also with the podcast To the Point with Krisha and Michael. We'll share that on the social media links with the Facebook feed. Krisha, it's always good to talk to you. We appreciate the time so much. Let's do this again here real soon. I'd love that, Ian. So great to speak with you. You as well. Appreciate it. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a little bit. Until then, I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a wonderful Wednesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.